Here we are. It's the 348th episode of the Unranked Podcast. I'm Christian Humes. We have Dan Ween. That's me. And Tom Caswell. Ahoy, hoy. Ooh, we got that Hamilton cup. Alexander Hamilton. It's a mug. It's a cup. <laughs> Is it a mug? Uh, no, it's, but I'm sure they make them, you know. <laughs> it's a t-shirt. I, I have the, I have the wine ones. We got the wine when we were there exceptionally expensive drinks if you yes. can believe it well yeah i mean any kind of live show is you know yeah anytime i've gone to like the hollywood ball to go to like the john williams shows and stuff they're oh I ludicrous although you can actually bring in your own food and drinks and stuff so oh, there you go like to an extent nice. but yeah it's pretty cool that's nice um let's just kick it off let's go today's okay. pokemon 348 mm. is Armaldo. Okay. Armaldo is this week's Pokemon. Um, Dan, I believe we did have you here last week, correct? Yes. Yeah, I was okay. here last week. Great. So you saw the pre evolution of this Pokemon. Could you and guess? I forgot all about it. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I it was know a, what's up. You remember yeah, it, was yeah. the, it was the one based on the trilobite? Yes. Okay. Then we are Orchid over Fossils. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, I okay. I, I'm trying, trying to figure out the last part of it, the Aldo. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, it's like, it's kind of like an armadillo, but like, uh, but like with white and red stripes, like. like where's Waldo? Um, I mean, in some ways you're, you're not totally far off. You definitely have some of that. Well, let's go ahead and open it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, let's see. So it's not actually based off of an armadillo. Um, although interestingly, like it does have a sort of shelled back. It is still based more off yes, of yes. like dinosaurs and extinct animals. Um, but it does have the red and white striped feathers still like, well, feathers, but they, they have them horizontally across the body. It's now okay. standing on two legs. So there, it does have a bit of the stripes. And I mean, it is a very shielded Pokemon, like an armadillo. It's armored. It it so, looks like someone went inside it and stabbed it with knives from the inside out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the knives are jutting out. Yeah, and like bloods on the tips. I mean, it, it kind of looks like um, an armored kaiju, right? Yeah. Like this looks yeah. like something that like Pacific Rim 2, the monsters are back, but this time now they have mechs, but their mechs just look like monsters. They're just, you know, sort of like a yeah. suit of armor for a kaiju. It's kind of what this looks like to me. Um, Tom. My problem with it is, is that it looks cool, but its eyes make it look so goofy. Ooh, go on. Yeah, it looks slothy. I like, mean, it um, just, it just, like it my just, stage. its eyes are like so wide and separate. It just, and it's like beady black eyes. It just kind of looks dopey when it could. There it's is. Body, it has such an intimidating body, but when you look at it, it looks like it looks like it's brain dead. It looks yeah. like it's been lobotomized. It's interesting because I think when people first glance at it, they're not even going to catch the real eyes. They are going to look at those two in the center. You know, they that thing Pokemon the loves red? to use. Yeah, people will look at that oh. first. And it looks like a nose more than anything. I don't know. I mean, I just it just very clearly has two eyes on the side of its head. Yeah, the but... the sides. I mean, those. I feel like it can't see anything to the left or right. Oh wow! At People, all. Someone someone did this where they removed 
it <laughs> removed its uh like eye like side eyes yeah. the nose and i'm like oh shit that's a pretty good design <laughs> yeah uh i mean i kind of like it i like that there's a dumb like goofy looking pokemon i think i it, it doesn't look like this, a smart this is giving pokemon. me big dragonite vibes <laughs> it doesn't look like a smart pokemon no dragonite looks even dumber for sure um the only the only real problem with this Pokemon is that it's rock bug type, which is not a great type combination. Uh, I, I much prefer it over the other fossil that was in this generation. But once again, even the fossils are proving why this generation is, in my opinion, the worst generation. Um, it's not great. like a boomer. It's not great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, well, what they call in Pokemon, right? In the Pokemon fandom, what they call people like Alex are gen oneers which is basically like the pokemon equivalent of right like a that, yeah. of like a boomer kind of uh insult they call them gen oneers because it's just oh nothing's better than charizard nothing's better than the originals I, mean, nothing I don't know right, any of these yeah. alex I, I like when alex likes to say i don't know any of these pokemon and i'm like we're only one generation now away from all the games you've played you've now he's now at this point because he played gen one Gens five, six, seven, and eight. He's played five out of eight. He's played the majority. Mm. Yeah, already. we're out of my range though, too. Uh, for the most part. Yeah, I, I didn't. I'm not saying that the first are better though, because that I just don't know most of them. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, not a not a ton to say about this Pokemon. Otherwise, uh, could someone give me the name origin information, Tom? I don't know if you have that available on you. Uh, I can have it available on me. Give us your best um, tuna. It might, it might, it might be a combination of, it might be a combination of Armado, Spanish for armored, Anomalocaris, and possibly shield or old, old Saxon for old. What the Ooh. fuck is Anomalocaris? Anomalocaris. It's going to be one of those oh. shielded dinosaurs, I would assume. Oh, an no, it's, it's a an shielded... extinct genus of Radiodont, an order of early diverging stem group arthropods. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. a, it's it's like a crustacean. A, yeah. It looks like a dragon shrimp. It does look like a dragon shrimp. That's right? a great. It's a great way of putting that. I, yeah. I enjoy this in the trivia. Mm. Due to an error... Armaldo has the move Slash in its moveset twice in Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire <laughs> and Pokemon Sun and Moon. Once at level 25 and again at level 34. <laughs> it was later fixed in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon <laughs> with Bug Bite replacing it. In a couple of weeks. It's I like, are you, actually... got, you, you sure you didn't want Slash? I'll give you another shot at this. But, <laughs> hold on. I know you didn't want Slash. I know you didn't want Slash. But like, Slash? Slash. They give him the big top hat. <laughs> Um, Different uh, can you can you believe? Yeah, I mean, it will be it will be around three fifty. Uh, we got a little we got a little uh, a little anniversary present coming from Game Freak. We will be adding a bunch more Pokemon to the decks. Wait, we are? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we Game Freak us... telling us to do it. I, like, I forgot yeah. to tell you, Dan. Game Freak sent me an email this week, and they were like, Christian. <laughs> Can you add more Pokemon? To the we need. We we've only got the ones we've shown in the are trailer. They, we are haven't they done the, of the rest. Podcast ending uh, in eighteen years or whatever the fuck it would take. <laughs> us the I know. Time. I'm gonna uh, when when it drops and we get a full count of how many new Pokemon there are because day one there'll be. Uh, I mean, there'll probably be data mine leaks sooner, but I'm gonna avoid them. Um, but day one we'll know the exact count of new Pokemon, and then I'll run the new math 
I'll run the new numbers. We'll see where we're at. Hopefully it's sub 20 years. <laughs> but we'll say we'll find out. Um that's it for today's Pokemon. I'm excited to get a new new fresh lineup going next week. How's everybody doing? Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um been been back at work this week, which has been been good. Um uh, work, what's I, that? Hey, I mean, yeah i mean you you have a little you have oh, i still have a job you, you've got I a just have a different job you've got a situation <laughs> if, um, if, you, if you stay semi-unemployed long enough we can hang out on monday when i'm there <laughs> what day is that what's the date um the 21st on my birthday yeah. on my birthday oh, i <laughs> may be at disney i haven't so i haven't decided yet i'll i it's possible i'll be in town it's like 50 50 because right, it's well, my niece's not, birthday oh, well, the day before knows mine and then it's my mom's birthday today after mine so i'm either gonna go up and see them or i'm gonna go to star wars at oh, disney because okay. i haven't hey, done my that friend yet. jordan who's around there you haven't now, done so. that yet we were gonna go tom the week like it, we were gonna go we were thinking the same week you were gonna go yeah at during the pandemic and yeah. then the pandemic ended and then we just haven't had time. i just didn't know i just didn't think i mean i i just thought that with the proximity to it you would have done it by now but it's just crazy that you haven't yeah. done it. I'm excited for you. Um, yeah, I mean, Halloween was great. Had a lot of fun. Um, we did. So we did. I had plans to kind of fuck it. We've, we've been on vacation. Um, let's Halloween weekend. We'll go out with a bang and then take it easy month of November before like the holidays kick in. So I was ready to go out all Halloween weekend, Friday and, you know, and by all Halloween, I mean Friday and Saturday. We went out Friday and we were planning with like leaving the pets and stuff and leaving Zuko. And we were like, if we make it back by 2 a.m., it'll be fine. Like that amount of time that we'll be gone. Because we're going to Brooklyn, right? So we had to like trek it over there. Um, in that amount, we <laughs> were in Brooklyn and I look at my watch uh, as I'm just like sitting around to kind of the nights winding down. I'm like, it's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and like it's it's easily like an hour back by the you know by the time you order the Uber, get in the car, drive back, all this stuff. Yeah, that's oh, that's an expensive now, Uber. Is that late or it early? Was too. What do you mean late or early? At four thirty in the morning. Is that too late or now that's again? Late. The next that's day way later than we planned. Oh no 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 no! I consider that late, and we basically were like, nope. Next next night we're gonna keep it keep it easy. Um. We ended up watching uh, the movie Barbarian, which Chris talked about a couple of weeks ago. And I know Chris has a little spooky film that he is going to talk about as well. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, loved the twist. I thought it had like a really solid, like suspenseful opening. You didn't see the trailer, right? I knew nothing about it. Okay, great. Because I the knew, trailer yeah. basically covers the whole first act and really gives a lot away. Sure. And it was I was unfortunate I saw the trailer because I still enjoyed it. But had I not seen the trailer, it would have been a much better movie. The 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 trailer. Uh, sorry, the movie the movie the movie has a really suspenseful first half, and then yeah. you know it it has a bonkers twist. It turns a like, corner. It turns a corner. I will say this though: when it turned the corner, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Like I'm super into this. This is yes. fucking great. Yes. Like I'm into yes. it. I will say that I don't think the movie sticks the landing. I think that. No. It, it kind of falls flat at the end. I think I that about satisfied. almost 
like the majority of horror movies fall yeah. apart in the final act. This one, I think, didn't totally fall apart in the final act, but it it didn't totally fall apart. But there was like, I was watching it and I was waiting for them to kind of, they had the like, this is what the thing is. And you're like, yeah. that's really nuts yeah and i felt like they would build on that and it doesn't it just no. kind of like coasts to the end and that's fine it's still a solid horror movie um honestly the biggest surprise for me was the uh actor yes that becomes like it's great kind of like gets a juice in the middle and brooke freaked out because she loves them yeah. and i was like oh my god it's fucking oh my god um this is available yeah. to rent or stream how'd you see it it's on hbo max now Oh, okay. Dan, yeah. you should watch what this. The Part of the reason Barbarian. we're talking vaguely about it is because, um, and it's not like, oh, spoiling it. Like it's so, it's not like it's like groundbreaking or anything, but you know, it's just one of those movies that like, what's, it's what's going to be Barbarian. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> the, mov the movie is significantly better the first watch. And a lot of it comes from like them doing somewhat unexpected things. Yeah. And so like knowing much about it, which is why we have to talk about it I'm vaguely. I'm horror the, guys. The, the, the movie- um, it's, I don't know. I, my barometer for scary movies is all over the place. I feel like I, I'm, I'm a wuss when it comes to this stuff, but then like, I, there are movies that people I feel get the scared same way now. There are movies that people get scared by now. And I'm like, really? Like this scares you? Um, yeah, it definitely did try and go into it blind, uh, which is what a lot of people have been saying, but it really does. Like the effect of the movie is not knowing what's going to happen next. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, the, the writing is pretty like flat and I think that the direction isn't great. Like there's this one. So in the beginning, like literally in the first five minutes, you learn this, the, the cat, the inciting incident is that two people have double booked an Airbnb basically. So this woman shows up uh, uh, at her, in, in Detroit, <laughs> in Detroit, she shows up the two, honestly though, the biggest effect is like when they, she finds out where, she actually is the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she's double booked the Airbnb. There's someone already there. That's the inciting incident. She, she, there's this moment where she like tries to like book a hotel and she goes, she's on the phone and she's like, hi, I'd like to book a room. Yes, for tonight. Oh, really? Oh, okay. And it was like that level of yeah. acting. And then the actor across from her goes, Oh yeah, um, I forgot there was like a convention in town. So you're probably not gonna find anything tonight. And I'm like, am I watching a porn? What is going <laughs> on right now? Like, it was like some of the performances, I think the performances overall are pretty good, but I think like just the I mean, that's also that partially had... because you're watching Georgina Campbell and she's fucking very attractive. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I you were kind of hoping you were watching a porn. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this where we're going? Where I think it's. Oh, you go? got Bill Skarsgård and Georgina Campbell there. It was yeah, Bill Skarsgård. You, you have two hot people hanging across. out in the house together. I think your mind went there because that's what you want. I love to see seeing go down. Bill Skarsgård just be like a regular person and not yeah. like the clown from It. Because uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him do anything other than be like a freak. Um, not to say whether he is a freak or not. This movie you have to watch. Um, it all ramps up though when the when the horror like actually kicks in and when yeah uh, when the other actor comes involved. Yeah, we I shouldn't love... say much else. I yep. think we've anyway. We've sold go check the it people. out. HBO Max. You should see it. Worth Don't your time. And it's an hour and a half. Like that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. A any movie that's an hour and a half is almost worth your time. Um, yeah. So we watched that, but you saw a little horror. Yeah, speaking flick. of killer clowns. Yeah. It it has nothing on Art the Clown. So I went and I saw 
this movie. It's called Terrifier 2. Yep. Terrifier 1 is streaming. I'm going to watch it with Matt. We're going we're gonna to watch it together. Tonight, we're going to see uh, One Piece Film Red, which is why I'm going to be bouncing early. Very excited. It's the premiere tonight. Um, Terrifier 2 is the movie. I don't know if anyone has heard about it or heard anyone talking about this, but people are apparently like throwing up and passing out and leaving the theater due to its uh, intense violence and gore. Um, I thought the same up. thing, Dan. And I have to tell you, um, the throwing up part, I, I don't understand, but I also don't have like a squeamish visual stomach. I know there are people that do, even just for things like gross foods can make people gag. So I'm sure that is somewhat real. But my heart rate, according to my Apple Watch, was it dipped, it only dipped below like 100 for like, minutes at a time and this movie is like three it's hours long two right? and a half hours long tom yeah. we were an hour in and at one point i just turn and i look at matt and matt's like this <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i'm like i show i show him my watch i go matt it's only been 45 minutes <laughs> I, was like, I don't know if i'm gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> and and that's saying something considering like we're actually laughing during a lot of parts of it because uh -huh. the gore is so over the top insane i mean it is absolutely fucking ludicrous the shit that i was seeing happen on this in this movie but but there's like a it's like a primal fight or flight response that your body kind of goes into, even though you don't find it scary. And I think part of it is the screams, just these like blood curdling screams of people either like being mowed down or just sliced into pieces and like just torn apart absolutely brutally. And it's just like, even though like we're kind of laughing at how goofy it is at the same time, you're like, oh my God, just kill the person and leave them. <laughs> just leave them. They're dead. Just stop. Um, but we also loved it. We absolutely loved it. There's a moment towards the end. There's probably like half an hour to 40 minutes left where we were like just wiped. We're like physically exhausted. Like it felt, it felt like we went on a roller coaster ride, but then the guy was like, you're not getting off and just fucking yeah. like kept it running. Yeah. And it was just like, it felt like you were on a roller coaster for like hours where you're just like, you're like, oh, thank God. Like, Two people are just sitting in a room talking. Can this just, oh, it'll be calm for like two minutes. And then it starts to get creepy. Get, like it barely ever lets you rest. Mm -hmm. And the moments that it does, they're so cheesy and poorly acted. Dan, do you remember the like telenovelas that we watched in like Spanish class in high school? Uh, like on the computer? Yes. Yeah. That's like the level of acting. In this movie. Well, in all fairness, I think it just... It had to be bad acting in those movies because they had to be speaking slowly enough for us to understand a word they were saying. Yes. So like, oh yeah, I never knew it's the plot on purpose of any of those. They things. were bad actors, <laughs> but it's, it's it's like PBS acting. Yeah. It's like well, I guess maybe like that's sort maybe of where I would acting. I would put it. Um, like these Lifetime. people would have been good on like Wishbone, you know, like doing like the the play acting that they do when it's like half of the book. It's um it's one of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. And I absolutely loved it. Art the Clown, I think, is one of the most demonic, evil, hellish characters in all of is horror that film. For Arthur the Clown? You know, I think I've only seen it referred to as Art, but I would assume that it is short for Arthur. It could be Arturo. It could be either or, as far as I'm I'm aware. But um, the only the only art I've ever known was an Arturo. So, but I, I bet it's short for both. I'm looking it up. 
because I am curious if it even has an answer. Which it if, probably um, <laughs> honestly, like honestly, so remember that Tom, remember that scene I had you guys watch last week during yeah. the post show? Yeah. So we thought that was it. We were like, oh, finally that scene is here. Like, oh my god. And I will say that that might be the most brutal kill in the movie. Maybe. Oh really? Oh maybe, okay. Maybe. Okay. But you don't get to it till over an hour in, so you are fucking. You're like already just like kind of exhausted at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, not like of watching the movie, but just physically, your body is tired from like the experience. That kill that you saw was not the entire scene. <laughs> it oh, kept, I believe that. It I kept going. That, yeah. It kept going, and then when we thought it was over, it reached another level that like I couldn't even comprehend. I could never have conceived of this. I could have never thought of, like. It just blew us away. I've Matt posted a video of himself during like one yeah, of the kills. Saw... He is not Dude, playing your impression that up. of him. Your impression of him of just like leaning back like in the chair is what was happening in that video. He was yes. just like it was almost like a torture scene for him where he was like, I'm strapped to this chair and I just like have to like I'm being force fed this horror. I, I was right next to him basically doing the same thing. And every now and then I'd have to remind myself like, oh, this is goofy. And I'd hit him and we'd just start laughing about it because it's insane. But if yeah. I didn't do that, it starts to get to you. I, I think people should watch this if they just to like see if they can get through it, because it is just it's so next fucking season of Survivor. Unbelievable. The, the challenge man. Is, is sit through watching Terrifier too. <sighs> now, I have a question because you've seen it now. Uh, I have not seen it. Um, I, I'm I'm like 50-50 on whether I'm going to watch it. But as I had mentioned in on the previous episode, my friend Lauren plays um, Sierra, I believe is the character's name in this film. Oh, in Terrifier 2? I forgot you told me the, this. The woman with the with the wings, I guess. I only oh, shit, know stuff... she's the main character. Yeah, she's the main character. She's great. She's the best. Okay, she's good. the best person in the movie. She's okay, like the good. best acting. Thank God. Other than Art the Clown. Her her acting was 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 you know compared to everyone else especially um, the mo- oh my god the woman who plays her, the mom in this movie of Sierra is it's it's just unbelievable easily the worst actor in the movie. <laughs> sure sure uh, oh that's great she was great she was fucking badass she's she's super cool that's okay, awesome cool cool yeah good because I, I i don't know if I, I a part of me not wanting to watch it is like yeah you don't want to watch your friend be brutally yeah, murdered like yeah that. yeah oh, well, no, I know no. she, well she's like the hero right like i, I yes. don't want to i don't know if you could spoil it but like i think she makes it out i mean i'm not gonna know. say I, yeah. I will just say art the clown is i think uh but it's bizarre for me because i only know stuff from what she shared and like there's shots of her in like dressed up as like the wendy from wendy's and then the shots of her in this battle armor with these wings and i'm like yeah how are these related how is what is this character's deal so uh, I art the clown curious. isn't like just a clown he's clearly he he has supernatural elements to him so of he course. has like yeah. levels of demonic possession so i also saw uh, Teresa and i also went and we saw smile which is great which if you are like me and you think the ring is the best horror movie that you've ever seen uh it's basically just uh, they they copied the ring. Do you guys know about this movie? The ring. I've, I've seen trailers for Smile. I know Smile. They it. had a thing where they had like people sitting yes. during like baseball games and stuff like behind home plate smiling yes. for three hours creepily, which is wild because those people's faces must marketing. have fucking hurt by the end of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's basically the ring. There's like this demon evil entity that if it it makes you 
it'll kill you in a week basically is there a it's basically it will give you the element to this? it'll kill you no but it's a <laughs> like if if the thing infects you you're gonna then when you go infect the next person like it's very much like the ring and where like it gets passed on from person to person so, and yeah. it's gonna kill you within a week like there yeah, it is like straight up the same thing they someone, try to subvert it they don't do a great job but it's still good by the way someone made a tiktok that i came across they just took the video from the ring and made it into a TikTok. Oh like no! Actual, like, oh, and no. so then the, the whole comments no. is like, "You just killed all of us, you bastard." <laughs> That's great. That's very good. Ringu. That's very good. Um. So yeah, I, think uh, I saw that about seven days ago. Yeah, I did. Yes, no, I, did. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it a little over a week ago. Um, we went. We went where I'm going to go tonight to see One Piece. It's such a weird thing to say, but like, so Universal Studios is two miles from me. Um, it's just like right down the road, basically. And that's where I go see movies a lot of the time now because it's an AMC and I have a list and it's also where the IMAX is. Sounds amazing. It's kind of cool. Like to go to like, oh, I'm going to go to Universal Studios, like the theme park, which also has City Walk, which is connected to the theme yeah. park, which is like a mall. Um, so that's where I go see movies now. So I'm going there tonight for One Piece Film Red. But I, the other thing I did there, which is cool, bring this back to video games a little bit, is um, the Nintendo World is not open yet. It opens in the spring. Teresa and I got our year passes though for Universal. Um, How so, much that cost? Uh, we got the highest tier, so we also don't pay for parking, which is going to be helpful, like with movies and stuff. Now, sure. um, it's like a little over two hundred if you don't do. Uh, if you do the highest the tier, year? it's a little over two hundred for the year. Oh my if, god! That, yeah. That it basically, if you go more steal. than twice, you're saving money. Yeah. If you go more than twice, you save money. Yeah. Which is great because now oh, I the guess way Universal is probably cheaper than Disney too. Yes, it's also much that. smaller. I was about like Disney prices. It's much much smaller. But now it's like, oh, we have a couple hours. You want to like go? Like we could just go. Yeah. You know, yeah, do so a ride year or pa- year pass to Universal. Twitter blue, Chris. Which one? Are you yeah, yeah, for? yeah. <laughs> um, no, thank you. But they so they do have some of the Nintendo World stores open though. So they have a ton of merch. So I picked up um, some shirts. I also got this really cool uh, hat. It says Boo hat, which I think is cool. And it says Boo in it, yeah, which is pretty cool. dope. Um, so yeah, it was very cool. I, I, I didn't want to leave. I just want to look at all the stuff. And I was like, I'm going to try and buy like only one thing every time I come here. Like I might go today after I see this movie and then go over to the store and buy something else. To leave. <laughs> Wait, this is for Universal Hollywood's annual pass? Yes. Why am I seeing the highest ones like $500? Oh, I wonder if that's because um, I'm a California resident. Maybe you get a discount. Yeah. yeah. It says the, plat- the Platinum Annual Pass is $529. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't. It the wouldn't gold make any sense to not be a cat, like, I, not to I, live there. Like, the only I, reason I would do it is if I could go multiple times a year. It's bizarre. It's weird. It might have been like a Southern California resident. They've always had different kind of... You know, because there's so many fucking people in the state. They've always had different ways of like, oh, if you live in SoCal, we'll give you a discount to come more often. Uh, I don't know. Either way, it wasn't. It was it was less than the price you're seeing because the price you're seeing is about how much it costs for Therese and I to buy tickets. You know, so Unless you have it the was gold like pass, they told you it's the platinum pass. Anyway, <laughs> so, but yeah. uh, anyway. Dan, what have you been up to? Me? Hmm. Uh, this thing called work where I don't get to think ever because I'm tired. Um, now, nah, yeah, I've been working a lot and uh, I actually have a few days off now because we have a friend's wedding on Sunday. Tuna, I'll be there. 
in Jersey City. So I might see Dan. I might see Dan and Tuna tomorrow. If you're listening no. now. Oh, yeah. Technically, for the podcast tomorrow, yes. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, Saturday, right. Saturday. So, yes, tomorrow from. Yes. As we're having this conversation. Fuck, I thought it was Friday. Two days from now. Yeah. Uh, by the time this comes out tomorrow. And, what? And if, you're and if, you're, Sunday. if you're listening to it in the future, maybe in the past. What do you guys want to do? Just Dan grab a drink? Is, Dan, Dan and Tuna's wedding they're attending is in Jersey City, which is. Oh, okay. we're, yeah, we're attending uh, the the DR wedding. Yeah. So, so maybe I'll crash it. That could be good. Content. You could be like, I'm Alex, you'd invite me to yours. So I came to your friends. Hey, oh my God. That, oh my oh, Wait, I should, I should hit up the guy that's getting married. Cause we've met once. I should get his information, hit him up and be like, Hey, invite me to a wedding last minute, like officially. And I like, th- I'll get a tux or I'll do, so, put me, I don't just like invite me. And then like, I can rub it into. So here's face. the thing with this wedding. Never so they that. got engaged. I want to say mid-September. This year? So they're rushing the wedding because, like, his dad's not doing too well. So, like, I don't know if he's in the mm. mood for, like, fun wedding crashing okay, activities. Never mind. Never <laughs> I mean, mind. I, I, I won't be crashing. I, I would have probably just said, I also don't think that Dave would ever be up for that. But you know. He might be if it was, like, if it was, like, a normal circumstance. I could see him getting drunk and saying short or whatever. But uh... anyway. Yeah, maybe. So that's exciting. Um, you playing anything? What, what are you playing while you're? Cause you commute all the time, Dan. What are you playing on the phone? Um, Marvel Snap, baby! Come on, Dan, say no, it. Not say the Marvel words. Snap. God damn it! I don't know why no. you're not playing Marvel Snap. I mean, I'm playing. I still play the stupid Phase Ten game. It's just like it's mindless, gin rummy type fucking game that I can. I I've got can a real my broken my hands over here. Anytime I uh, anytime <laughs> I'm gonna lose a round really badly, I just close out of the app, open it right back up because it's low stakes and doesn't matter at all. Mm. <laughs> What what yeah. what whose lines it anyway? The show that the points made up and what, what's the thing? <laughs> yeah, like I'm not playing against anybody, so it doesn't freaking matter. So fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, this week I completed the Call of Duty campaign. Mm. Tom did as well. Mm-hmm. I think Tom and I both feel like it was pretty awesome, but the they didn't stick the landing. It's weird. The final mission is um. Ugh. Is, so I, the final mission actually has like a lot going for it that's great for a final mission like it yes. had some moments that i fucking loved the beginning like, of it and like it just it just starts so strong yeah and yeah but it's not even like a, a steady drop down because i like that like you, you get to play from various different vantage points and perspectives which is awesome kind of like your team splits up and you go here you go there you get to play from the different ones um, there was a moment that I loved where I was like, oh, I have to rappel down this building. So like cool. this was like some spy shit where I'm like rappelling down a building, shooting through the windows and then like jumping into the into the rooms and going from floor to floor doing that. Like, that was awesome. And then for whatever reason, the actual like final last couple things you do were like just really lame. Um, they would it would have been better if it had just cut to an FMV and I watched that stuff play out than even doing it. I just it don't top. know why it needed to be like. Because someone other, decided this ran, game needed crafting, and they were like, "But well, we got to put it in one more time." So I don't hate the fact that the game had that because the the mission that happens a couple of missions before this, where it's all about that, I actually thought was really cool. It is. It, it, it's is, cool, and it's and it's very much like. Um, but it didn't need to come back. Not here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I man, the the end. It, yeah, I think that this game does a lot of very cool things. I love the fact that every 
mission kind of has like a different like this is a different like that that mission where you are just crafting like that is um like just it's like the last of us level where you're crafting you have to be silent and stealthy and you're making traps and molotovs and all this then they have like the hitman mission where you're at a at an event and you are blending in with the crowd uh you have the sniper elite mission right wait which one was i at an event and i'm blending in with um the crowd? it's the one at the compound like the person's apartment you when you meet elson nombre Oh yeah! Oh, that I'm, was cool. I'm that was cool to as be hell. vague because, um, like, yeah. Did you open the safes? Uh, no, I didn't because I was like, I'm not, I'm not wasting time like trying to like. <laughs> so I found I I know Dan's like me with this, which is whenever I play a game, if I find a way to like kind of break the rules of the game, I definitely do it, and I also kind of sometimes go out of my way to look for that. Um, I totally so I'm on the second floor of this level, to, uh, Tom. And Dan, mm-hmm. this is a mission where like you kind of have to be stealthy, which I- I'm not huge on. I don't really generally enjoy that stuff. So yeah. I was like not feeling this. I got caught like twice going down this hallway. But then the third time I jumped into a closet and turns out, Tom, the AI could not open the doors. But they yeah. knew where I was, but they yep. didn't know how to get to me. So they would just keep running back and forth. And then I just started <laughs> shooting the them. final mission. No, this it's is the Elsa Nombre oh, mission. Yeah, Elsa Nombre, so I yeah. so I'm shooting them through the closet door as they would be like, he's over here, and I'd shoot them, and then someone else would be like, oh, it's over he's this here. way, and I just yeah. I just like piles of bodies on the floor. That's happened in certain games where it's always like, this is dumb, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it because <laughs> yeah. it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, it was great, and then there it turns out there's like a hidden safe here, which I didn't know was even a thing in the game, mm. and I was like. Well, there must be some kind of a code here. So I just like walked around for like 15 minutes and played it almost like a puzzle game till I found yeah. it because like everyone else was dead. There was nothing else. To- oh, I did do I did do one code, the one in the Last of Us mission I'm talking about. So where there's you're, like, two there. Hiding around. No, no, no. Elsin Nombre has its a safe. There's one in the I think the mission's called Alone. It's where you put it. Yeah, there's two in. there. Oh, I only got and one. And if you get those two plus the one I got, you get an achievement. Gotcha. The two, they're, oh, so they're like almost like total. back to back. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They're, they're almost back to back. Yeah. The, the, camp, the campaign is cool. Uh, it does end flatly. Um, I think that like I was running into what you had, Chris, where like, um, like at the, at the last moment, literally like the last minutes of the campaign, you have to stealthily like do a thing and then move around yeah. and like take out people. Um, you were running into an issue where it was. Yeah, I got checkpoint issue. fucked because like yeah. they would see me come kill me and yeah. then it'd restart the checkpoint. And I was still like in that spot. I had like a half second every time it would restart the checkpoint to get out of the way. It took me close to a dozen attempts, but I didn't yeah. want to restart the fucking mission because it's a long mission. That happened to me in like way back in the day when I was playing like, Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. And like you have to be like stealthy to take out like guards, and I got in a weird che- like fake checkpoint spot like that, and it was just like repeat death, repeat death, yeah. repeat death. I'm like, great, this is this is not fun. Man. It's it's annoying when that shit happens. It, it that's been something that happens, I guess, like forever. But I would have thought by now they'd have a different way for these checkpoint systems to work, where they just look at what your gear is, and like when you pass like a checkpoint threshold, it's like, oh, these are this is the state of the world, but it, it doesn't just like put you into a broken. I don't know. There should be something smarter happening. 
with how that loads because you would think at this point yeah all these devs have played so many games that this is a thing they've run into so when they build the checkpoint system they should know like okay well if they die then they start here with what they had when they cross that line and this is at like a safe state for all the characters to be reset so they're not going to get fucked over do you think like it's one of those things where like they were taught how to build a checkpoint system by the people who were yeah that's definitely what i think it is the original people who fucked it up yeah because what i think it does is it just flashes what wherever you are and then applies the save state but it doesn't check to see if you're in a position that's going to auto kill you over and over again i just think that it's kind of like that thing where it's like that that issue is so minimal like it's going to affect only at you know and it's yeah but why not fix it like well because i think that there's a lot of work going into it's not just it's not just like a thing that you can fix like that like there's a lot of work that goes into it and then maybe maybe some games do that but this is yeah, this some games definitely have different game. ways your like checkpoints most, work, yeah. but yeah, this this doesn't, um, which was fine. It was just annoying, and I know you you were stuck with the tank doing the same. Fucking yeah, thing. I had those like a, like the mission right before that, basically, or before the yeah, I think it's the mission before that. There's this there's this mission where you're in a training, and it, and I, I was enjoying it because it's it's one of those things where it's like oh you're in the train. It was the same thing we had in Halo. You're in a training compound, but you're not training. Like, the enemy is in the compound. You gotta yeah. take them out. And the same thing happens in Call of Duty. So at first, I was like, I love this trope. Like, I, I think that it. was, like, the best bit in Infinite Campaign. It was. It was the best bit in Halo yeah. Infinite Campaign. Um, So I was, I was very much enjoying it, and it's basically an enemy is in a tank. And yeah, it was the same issue I was running into with Chris, where the checkpoint that it had me on, like, had, like, literally I was stuck in between the tank and then like a bunch of like heavy armored enemies coming in the opposite direction. And either way I went, like either I was getting taken out by them or the tank was taking me out. Um, and it was really frustrating because um, the guy driving the tank is this American guy. And he's trying to convince the people like I'm working with like the Mexican like special forces. And he's trying to convince the Mexican special forces like like i am not their ally like you know and he, he keeps going hey muchacho these amigo these these uh hombres aren't your amigos comprende or whatever and like a really terrible like like american voice and the problem is is every time it reloaded it was that line over oh my god over and over again and i had a, i think i did it like maybe two dozen times so um, what you're saying so is close, is that so yo comprendo on the mission <laughs> yo i i i yo <laughs> to, yes um yeah um and but i it literally like i had one more thing to do to fuck up the tank and then the mission was over so i didn't restart and i was stubborn fair enough um but so the campaign the campaign overall was solid had a lot of fun with it yeah um multiplayer has been interesting i've been enjoying it but hasn't been gripping me in the way that i thought it would third person sucks there's a third person (laughs) mode in this stand and it's fucking garbage i don't think yeah i'm not as harsh on it as chris it's bad there we go. And I usually yeah. like shit that's like broken and because I'm like, oh, they did something different. Like I was pumped when I saw a third person. It doesn't, it controls so poorly. And because like the run speed and everything matches what it is when you're in first person. It is but literally it's not just made. the camera pulled out. Oh yeah. man, it looks weird. Like you realize like how slow your character's actually running when you're in third person. And it feels like 
Like it just doesn't, it doesn't work, man. It feels like kind of broken when you're playing, but not, in a, not in a fun way. Like they should boost your run speed for third person. It feels like. I don't know why, but now for some reason from that sentence, I came up with a, some kind of game where you have like noodle arms and you're shooting it's like a first person shooter with noodle arms. And it's just like flailing about all the time. You try to, I mean, I would play that. That sounds great. Can you, can you fling them like Mr. Fantastic? Uh, I don't know how much control you have over these noodle arms. It feels like you have almost no control. Yeah, or arms or the the game arms. arms. (laughs) Or the game arms, you're right. But it's the game arms. Man. Not about arms. Arms. What a time. What a time. Um, Yeah. uh, So it hasn't hooked me. And I think part of it is that I. I don't know. I feel like I feel a little bit, little bit jaded by AAA games right now. I think it's a combo of that. I'm waiting for God of War. I also know Warzone is right around the corner, and I'm really curious as, as to see whether the new Warzone will grip me. I'll, I'll put it this way. All of the new um, mechanics when it comes to Call of Duty, like especially like being able to move underwater um, and things like that, like I'm excited for them to implement them in Warzone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not like the other night I played. So I played on stream and then like the next night I played. And then after that and an hour and a half in, I was like, I'm just kind of don't I'm going to go play Mario plus Rabbids. Like I'm not uh, it's just not I don't feel the urge to like one more match, one more match, one more match. Sure. Which is ultimately maybe healthy, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's I'm been enjoying it, though. Bag. Yeah, it's fun. It's like, like I'm it's, yeah. it's a game I want to play like if I'm playing with people that I know. But otherwise, I'm not jumping into it, you know, sure. but that's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I had so much fun with the campaign and I loved that the campaign was only eight hours. Like it was it was so good. That's the best thing about Call of Duty campaigns is they do a lot with very little time. Um, yeah, no, that's I, and I know every year, like if I beat one game, Chris, it's going to be Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's always nice. Um yeah, so so we've been playing a little bit of Call of Duty, been playing more Mario Plus Rabbids, love that. Um, really enjoying, really enjoying um that gameplay. I'm surprised also like the more I play, like how the new mechanics they've implemented with Mario Plus Rabbids allows for so much variety and diversity and like ways you can tackle certain situations. I like the team jump mechanic, like I wasn't even doing that at first. I forgot that it was even a thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can, like, move characters across the board, like, pretty drastically with Team Jump. Um, so, yeah, I've been, been enjoying Mario plus Rabbids. I haven't oh, yeah. made it very far. Like, I'm about to, like, only clear the first major area. Um, so we'll we'll see once God of War drops. Uh, but it's uh, I've been enjoying that quite quite a bit um dan you have any game stuff you want to check in on i wish i did i don't <laughs> you might have I've some been game ch- time I've been playing like a little bit of madden and a little bit of like mlb and that's pretty much all i have time for is like 20 minute spurts of game what's your favorite like most standout madden year i have no idea uh okay. probably something <laughs> in the 2010s all right maybe like or like around there like 2008 through 2013 range okay this one's not that bad this year's madden isn't <laughs> what a what a statement well this year's game well, that i play a lot of is so i mean this year's isn't dead uh did you, was last year the year you skipped because i know you've skipped last year's year i waited till it was absolutely free um, Oh, okay and then fair I enough it. but and then but it was 
no, actually, that's not what it was. I bought it right away, and then I didn't come back to it until like I was just like bored as fuck, and I, it felt free. I was, like I paid for it already, so I played it a little bit, and it was just awful every time yeah. I played it. This one, at least, like it just at least feels fun. Like, uh, it's not the there's always a weird balance where they're trying to find what's too easy versus like impossibly hard. Mm-hmm. And they, it's like a, a really quick jump to that. Like when like, you oh, say too, too easy, easy, are you talking about what? Like the way they simulate the game, the, way play? The, the computer plays against you. Oh, okay. I got guess. it. Got it. So like, I'm not playing online against people because my internet's not reliable for the longest time. wasn't reliable enough. Is this so like I, a thing? Is this like with call of duty people? How like, there are a lot of people who play call of duty and they don't really play the multiplayer. They just do the campaign. I play are like there franchise people like you that stuff. There's a lot of people who do that. Yeah. Uh, so like, um, I, like rookies too easy. Pros too easy. All pros close, but a little easy. And then like you try all Madden and it feels like the defender's not looking and he catches things with his back. Like, it makes no sense. Like, the game just starts making no sense at all. Like, you'll be like, oh, like, I'm looking off this defender. He's running left. And you throw it to the middle of the field. And they're all of a sudden, like, somehow where the ball is. And just, like, they don't, they haven't found a way in since it became realistic enough to matter to make it feel realistic enough. This yeah. year's closer than last year. By what was the last more. time they did something unique like the truck stick? This year, I think they have like uh, you can do like a manual spin stick and stuff, but it just uses your it. other uses like the right stick or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, they haven't done anything like that in a while. This year, they up they upgraded the scouting reports on players. It's like all right, it, it's something, I guess. But yeah, much. But it's like kind of who cares, also. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, cool. Want to move on to some news? Sure. I think I have every sound but news. <laughs> oh my god, remember when we did that? Remember when we did that for a minute? <laughs> that was part of a power hour. And then no, we recorded that and then it became part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why it was in the power hour. We can yeah. record some new stuff if I see you guys uh this weekend. Uh all right, well, let's do the news. Uh Tom, what do we got? Nothing major this week. Uh, we did get uh, rele- uh we did get release date details for PSVR two. Um, it is coming out February twenty second, twenty twenty three, and it is going to be more expensive than a PS five. Finally, um, it's five hundred and fifty dollars, which makes it one hundred and fifty dollars more expensive than. The digital PS4, oh, sorry, digital PS5, and then $50 more expensive than the disc PS5. Um, They also unveiled a bunch of games. There were some, like, exclusives. So uh, Supermassive, who made the original PSVR launch game, Until Dawn Rush of Blood, which was basically like a horror game on a roller coaster first-person shooter, they're basically making that again, but it's a Dark Pictures game, which is their anthology series that they've been putting out over the last couple of years. Um, oh, you played Dark Pictures, Dan? I haven't played. I've watched people play. It's really the same there thing. There you go. It is uh, kind of the same thing, yes. It's very much like choosing uh, choose options. your adventure. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's a VR uh, I didn't uh, know title. Dan played this. That's interesting. Again, I didn't. He watched. He watched people. Play. Well, I'm surprised that you watched people play that. No, but I used to do like all the uh, Telltale games and stuff. Oh, that's right. 
That's right. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. There we go. It's not, it's not out of my realm. So there's that. There's a crossfire game. There's a cities game, which is like a a, a, a you know Sim City like uh, experience. Here's my take on this whole situation. Because people, when we did the news episode, they were like, oh, for the tax specs, this is actually a pretty fair price. I'm not disputing that. What I, my problem with it is, is that no one is going to buy it at that price because I'm, that's look, not true. No, uh, no, they no, need no, to no. also market games towards those people who are going to buy it. They just, but the like thing games is, like Peasant Slayer 6. But the thing is, Dan, is that I am, I, I am the target audience for the PS VR2. I own a PS5. I could buy it. Like I could spend the money on it if I wanted. And I'm someone that invests in new technology pretty frequently. Like I'll buy new consoles immediately. I upgrade my phone every year. And I don't think I'm buying this thing at launch. This is so interesting. If, Why not? Because... Well, firstly, I have been more conscious about like not spending money willy-nilly. See, you're not the more... target audience anymore. The target audience is now people who have so much money they don't have to spend it on. Sure. But my and and they will sell units at launch for sure. But my my thing is is that I was hoping that we'd be at a different point with P like VR in general. VR in general. Yeah. I thought we'd be at a different point where I was hoping that it wouldn't be uh, as niche as it is. Um, like, cause like, I remember like in 2016 when like quest, uh, like I think the quest was the, the first mm. PSVR came out and like quest was starting to come out. I was hoping that we turn a corner with VR where it would become more, um, appealing to the masses. And it seemed that quest was going to do that, but now there's a whole issue with quest and like meta being this like piece of shit company and Zuckerberg and all this, and that their, their vision for VR being so like boring. So I was like, oh, maybe the PSVR 2 will be the answer. And I'm like, the, the problem is, is at that price, you've got to do one of two things. You've got to allow me to play my PSVR 1 games, which it doesn't. You cannot play <laughs> any of the... Uh, that's uh, because, yeah, that's, great. That, that's because it, the hardware is just different. It's like a completely different, yeah. right? It's a yeah. completely different technology, which I mean, is it fine. Makes sense. It's just stupid. Then, and then if, if that's not the case, you've got to offer me compelling reasons to pick one up. And they've got this Horizon game um, that it, I think it's launching with, but I don't think they've actually confirmed that. But the other problem is, is pretty much everything else is either not big enough, right? The yep. like, for example, the dark pictures roller coaster shooter. Like, I played Rush of Blood. It looks exactly the same as that. Or that experience can be played on Quest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I can play that yeah. somewhere else. You can. Um, I will say, if you don't have a Quest, right? At the first Quest. If you don't have a Quest, this is also. I mean, look, it's a lot more expensive. Not significantly more. You have to own expensive. a PS5 yeah. too. Yeah. Just yes. Don't. But the hardware is like bleeding edge on this. Like there is, this has the best display better than any other, even though it has a better display than the $1,500 headset that Facebook is selling and that, now. And, that, and, that, and that's that's my point with this is that I, I think that for the specs and everything, I'm sure that Sony's selling it at a loss, you know? Like I'm yeah. sure that they are. Yes. But it, it's that thing of like, cool, and they're not using those cheap ass like wands for the control like there's a number of reasons why i completely understand why it costs this much but i agree with your sentiment of like it, it's not compelling enough because of the games to not because, buy it 
I because the, the problem is is like I'm I, I love the tech, but the yeah. problem is is if they don't sell enough units, they're not going to support it with good software, or they're not going to support it with a uh, robustly with software. Right, and so that's my concern is that it's going to it's going to be the same issue psvr1 had but it's worse it's even more expensive the disparity is even greater now that it isn't even costing the same as the unit that you need to run it it costs more than that and so my concern is is that they might have thought like oh we'll try vr you know we'll try vr again um and it's and especially with like the, and I, I know the economic climate is not something that they factored in when they started R&D on this and all that stuff. But the problem is, is like money is a bigger issue than ever it feels like right now. Whether that's true or not, that is definitely like seemingly the case. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so I, sorry, Zuko is going nuts. You finish this thing. Yeah, it's it's just too expensive is what it sounds like it's very expensive there aren't a lot of games that are going to be available for it however the hardware itself is like i mean i personally dan because you've done some vr i think at e3 yeah that's um, what i was going to say like if i ever pick this thing up it's just going to be because we're at e3 and they have like a test area sure yeah i mean i think it's really cool i still haven't bought a vr headset because i don't want to buy facebook's and it bothers me that they have like the best untethered one uh, and there just aren't enough games for it. And I'm probably going to just continue to wait until there's like a really compelling reason to buy it. And at once there is, then I will, but I'm not going to. At some point yet. in time, they'll get the price point down to a place that's attainable for most people. Yeah. And well, then I mean, they'll the start quest... putting out lots of games for it. But like, you worry about the quest that... for like 300. So, but which even was, that, like, yeah. Because it's like a limit. You like... can't even though anymore. It costs like 400. Yeah. They raised the price because of inflation. Because of inflation. <laughs> Yeah. Is it happening? Oh, man, it's really hard for a company to make more and more money every year by charging less and less for the same product. I will say four years ago. Meta has not. And now they're worth less than uh, Home Depot, which I mean, Home, Home Depot makes money hand over fist. But that company has lost so much of its value. And I'm here for it. Smoked meats. It's amazing to me that Zuckerberg is like destroying Facebook because of the metaverse and VR. I think it's fantastic. It's going to be fun to see who wins first. Uh, Zuckerberg destroying Facebook or Elon Musk destroying Twitter. Oh, Elon really Musk will a, destroy Twitter faster than Zuckerberg will. Easily, easily, yes. <laughs> easily. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter will, yeah, 100%. But also, um, I don't think any of these alternatives that have popped up are going to, this co-host thing and whatever, no, like, they're all fucking garbage. Here's the thing. Everything's going to suck, and then all of a sudden, there'll be another thing. Yes. And it won't suck. Yes. And I will go sign up for them so I can snag my username, like, whenever I see them pop up and Is then never use them. Gonna be and then Elon never use them. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's amazing. All that someone needs to do right now is literally build Twitter. Yes, again, like yes. they just need to build Twitter. You'd again. You would think so, but I, do... isn't Mastodon really. that though? No, 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 no. Because you have different servers that you have to sign oh, up is for it? and like join. Okay. It is not the experience. Yeah. All these people who are joining Mastodon, first off, Mastodon uh, investment backers like some shady crypto shit. Hey, so, Tom, like Tom, this is like. This is my Aliens 2 moment. You ready? Okay. Yeah. You just put TikTok up on a whiteboard. You come in, add a little <laughs> slash to the to the O and talk, and then add an L right after it. TikTok. <laughs> I love See, that. See, when you said That's... slash through it, I was thinking of zero. Oh, no, no, no. A little, a. Just a little slash on the, on the end of it, and then an L. 
TikTok. I love that. The new social so media good. by TikTok. You got your ticks. You're going to get sued by TikToks. You're going to get sued by TikToks. Um, it's gonna happen. Someone's gonna do it. Just build that, it into TikTok. Even. You, you li- yeah, and that, and that's yeah. We'll 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 see what happens. To that at my age though, Although now TikTok I'm is like becoming the new Google. You know, I, I feel like I'm retiring out of social media, and I'm kind of happy about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a part like I'm not signing up for any of these other things. Man. I mean, I like, am I just to get my username. Macedon, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, you and think this is gonna replace? Yeah, Twitter? I don't think Macedon's the better. whole reason Twitter is even. The whole reason Twitter is uh, desirable is because it's just like you have a stream of consciousness yeah. and you post your shit at the top. Yep. That is not what Mastodon is at all. Oh, I didn't. Um, Yo, if someone makes a new Twitter, right? Just bring back the the chronological timeline. I know. I. I, I Wait. It's an easy get. What do you mean? It's an easy way. They basically got rid of that like years ago. You could go and kind of turn it back on in your settings, but they were still fucking with it. And everything that you would see in your timeline is like algorithm based. So even though it's primarily people you follow, it's not necessarily chronological and you don't even see the people you follow. It's an option. You can, but it's still kind of fucked with because when I do, I'm still seeing tweets from like, it's not not promoting everything. Yeah, it's not pure. It's, It's algorithm chronological. So like you're not, you know, if you're not like following re- a ton of people, then sure, like well, you'll probably no, see the, it. The problem with it is that with retweets, when someone retweets something, it takes that time and puts it on it. Whenever they retweeted it, it counts it as that minute. So you'll see stuff from like five days ago if someone retweeted it that like five minutes ago. Yeah, it'll be on the timeline yeah. that way. But besides that, it is chronological. Um, yeah, I don't think it's it's purely chronological. It's not. It's not. Because, uh, Dan, they're still picking which accounts you're seeing the tweets from. Yes. So, like, I follow a thousand people. I'm telling you, I'm not seeing all, like, thousand tweets in perfect order. Uh, it's showing me the tweets that it thinks I want to see. I, I definitely see the, only the Twitter accounts I most engage with. Like, yes. that's, like, yep. I don't see everything. And they think that's what you want. That's not what I want. Right. I want to just see everything that everyone <laughs> I've decided to follow has said yes. in order. Exactly. Did you go to the timeline thing, though? Like, it has, like, a time, like yes, a star I, guy? Yes. I've turned that on a million times. And then it every time they update the app, you have to turn yeah, it, back it back on again. Yeah. Back. Yes, I've been That's using annoying. it for a very long time. But if you follow enough people, it, you're not going to actually get. If you don't follow a hundred people, then sure, you're going to get your real timeline. But if you follow more than that, it's going to promote people's things in order, but not. It's not going to front everyone for you. It's just no. It doesn't want to. It says fuck you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, PSVR too expensive. Yeah, but it's amazing. The tech is amazing, and I thought tech I was going to get it. I, I was planning on getting it when it came out, but now I'm like, if it's that much money, I'd rather just buy a standalone headset. And that's exactly my point. Would I want to upgrade this, or would I want to like the bit? One of the big titles on it is this Walking Dead open world zombie game, but like that's going to be on MetaQuest too. Yeah. So my my thing, I I don't I don't foresee myself in the future not having one at some point. And if they come out of the Game Awards and they're like half like Half Life, Alex is going to be there at launch. I'll be like, you know what? I'll pick one up for that experience. Yeah. Because if I know that I can play that quality of a game on this system, sure. But my thing is, is like, well, they would, e- they would want to promote the fact that Half Life Alex would be at launch before they announce the date and the price. So either it's not coming at launch, or that hasn't gone through yet. Um, 
So I'll probably just wait. I will probably just wait until I can snag one until they do a sale, which I usually never say about stuff, but I, 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 de- I definitely think yeah. I look at it and I'm like, Horizon Call of the Mountain is cool, but it's going to be the only thing that I'm really in, you know, Moss VR two, yeah. Moss two. Yep. Not come, not. I'm not going to be able to play that. Like that would be the other game that I would want to play, but then not porting that over, at least not yet. So it's just, uh, it's just such a high ask. The tech, I will is say, cool, but it's such a high ask. I will and say, not enough backing it. Yeah, those controllers look amazing. And if I'm able to use these controllers instead of my DualShock to just play any oh. other game, I might buy this just simply to have an alternative to, the, <laughs> to my most hated controller because uh, I'm a psychopath. Uh, all right. Well, look. Uh, I just wanted let to say one up. thing. Let me see if uh, let me see if they have us all the right buttons. Well, I gotta I gotta head out. Um, but first, oh, I did okay. want to just say. Yeah. So a really weird update for Halo is fucking ray tracing is coming in the spring, which like, cool. I guess like I don't. I didn't need ray tracing in Halo, and it's probably gonna be uh limited to sixty frames per second. I bet Tom performance. Yeah. So like, I'm just never gonna use that. However, the Forge is coming out next week, and I'm very, 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 very excited Looks about cool. it. Looks cool. Yeah, although I'm going to – my plan is to um, do God of War first. I'm going to beat God of War and then then do Forge. Play through just mainline God of War. Yeah, oh, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna I, meant, beat that. I meant the new one, but I don't I don't know if you're trying to play. I'm like one. I'm more than halfway through the first one, so I'm just gonna beat it this weekend and um whatever. When does it come out? Next Wednesday? Tuesday? Ragnarok is Wednesday, yeah. All right, so I have till Wednesday to beat it. Um maybe I'll pause. Dan, I've been rewatching, well, not rewatching, I've been watching all of Survivor. Um I started it like a little over a week ago. From like uh, season one on. No, because um, well, my friend Reese top you you know Reese. I saw Reese last week. Um Apple Reese? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he lives he lives out in Phoenix and he was he was here in town, so he came by. Phoenix, uh, Arizona is not like a hop skipping it's not like right there. <laughs> no, you, know, was, you know you can walk from Phoenix, Arizona until like... it's like four and a half hours at most, but he was I said he was in town, so like sure. it's not that far. It plane ride, it's like very quick, but yeah, it's like you know, it's driving. Anyway, you anyway. can do it. You could do the drive in a day, it's fine, no problem. Um he was like, You should watch Fiverr, and I was like, I'm thinking about it because after watching the mall. I was like, all right, let me check out these producers. And one of the, the main producer for the current season of the mall was uh, doing Survivor for like nine years. And I'm like, this was really good. I've heard like newer Survivors way better than it used to be. He told me to start in the 30s, which I did. And I hilariously started with, um, which I know would, Alex would be so annoyed by this. I started with uh, Game Changer season, which had all these people who were on previous seasons, <laughs> which I thought was such a weird thing to do. Uh, but I watched that one first, and it was amazing. I think it was like season 34. It was so fucking good. And then okay. I was like, I'm just going to hop around. I watched season 35 next because it was all new people. And now I'm making sure I'm not watching anything that has previous players on it now, unless I've seen their season first. Um, I so like I read... rank all the seasons in, in order of how good they were. Yeah. I, I so I've seen I've seen everything through 2006. To, I stopped watching uh, in 2006. So, so you stopped watching roughly season 10. Yeah. So basically, I I'm I have like four or five seasons that are like not in HD. I think. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I tried loading one of those up, and it was like not only is the production <laughs> value just so bad, but like I the even games t- are so simple. I wouldn't even tell you to watch those. Yeah. Uh, 
there's like in the twenties, there's some really, really good seasons. So that's, so that's around where it goes to HD. So I started with 20 and then I also watched 20, I think 21 was the one, which was one of my favorites. It was so awesome, but it had easily like two of the worst characters in all of survivor Nayanka, who I fucking could not stand. She was so annoying. She's the one who like tackled and fought the girl with one leg. Um, And she was just like, she would, she would wait. There was a t- girl with one leg that season too. Yeah. Cause there's a girl with one leg yes. this season. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm watching this seasons as well, just cause yeah. I figure I may as well be um, on top of it. But yeah, I've been exactly. watching mad survivor. I watched oh, so three seasons season, in two days. Season 19 is one of the best seasons. And okay. It starts I'll watch like that one next. Like, it starts with like a run of like 10 pretty good seasons in a row. Right now, I'm obviously I'm watching the current season, which I decided to do yesterday. So I caught up on the current season yesterday. I can watch. I can watch at least. I can watch about a whole season a day, sometimes a little more. Yeah. So, just gonna mainline off say, Survivor over the next season. Month. Nineteen is the season that started to change the game to what it kind of is, or was in the '30s into '40-ish. Okay, now, it yeah. Even changed again, but like, yeah, it yeah. seems like it changed a lot in the '30s, and it feels much more solidly close to what it currently is. Right now, yeah. the one I'm watching along with the current season is the um, Reverse the Curse season. I think this is season 36. I'm watching right now. It's Reverse the Curse, and it's like I can't remember any. I re- there were so many shitty, weird gimmicks they did for a bit that I can't remember them anymore. Well, the, this one is um. It has like idols and advantages from previous seasons that were played wrongly. Oh, and okay. They they've come done that back few, and people get times. to. I think they did so. it again like a couple seasons after. And they were like, they were like, yeah, this person didn't use it correctly in blank season. Can you do it better? Like that kind yeah, of exactly. Thing. Yeah. So, which I think is fun. Um, okay. So Chris is gone. He's going to go see One Piece Red. Uh, is that back. a sequel? One Piece Blue? I mean, it could or be. Or the same generation? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what the what the deal is with uh with with it i don't understand how how one piece works if i'm being honest um anyway so we are going to do some reader mail and then we are going to move on to a game um so we've got two bits of reader mail here dan the first one is from Narcus. no one reads no one reads this podcast. Listen, sorry listen to mail listen to mail <laughs> um you can you can join the easiest way to do it is to join our discord which is in the show notes uh, but uh, you can also email us, uh, email at unrankedpodcast.com. Uh, there's also a voicemail option as well. We love getting voicemails. It's always a lot of fun to hear voices. Uh, sorry if you sent in a voicemail in the last week. Uh, I don't have access to that, but we will save it for next week. <laughs> but we do have two great questions from the Discord. Um, again, Discord in the show notes, questions for the pod channel. Uh, first question Um uh, is from Narcus. He mm-hmm. does say, not necessarily for the podcast, but here we are. Uh, Narcus says, not necessarily for the podcast, but feel free to answer it there. I've always wanted to live in America since I was little, but I will settle on visiting. You, you don't want to live here, but I will settle for visiting one day. I'm 37 and I have yet to go due to life getting in the way, etc. But one day I will get there. I was wondering how vegan friendly it is there. I have been vegan for a year where I can, where I live can be a bit iffy on places you go to eat and the selection of food isn't always great. I know I, I know things change and I know it will depend on places I go, but I was just wondering. Um, So you are going like to, Tom, you're, you're probably better to answer this than I am since you've been to both places, been to America and also uh, like England and stuff. Is Nock is from England? 
Um, I, I don't know. I was guessing he was, honestly. Even if he was, like, I... I am not um I, the veganism. I don't even think was really no a no thing the vegan part. I didn't think kid. so. I just thought you meant like like size wise of the countries to compare them. Oh sure. I mean, I would just say any of the major cities in the U.S. is going to be you're going to find vegan options. Uh, if you go to California, most uh, of the major cities in the U.S. Yeah, most of the major cities in the U.S. I'll I'll tell you this. And look, I know I'm a Philly stan, right? I know I'm a Philadelphia stan, but the beautiful thing about Philadelphia is that it is a major American city, but you can see it all in a very short amount of time. You go to you go to Los Angeles, you go to New York, those are going to be not only more expensive trips, especially if you're traveling, I don't know where in the world you live, but getting to California is much harder from other places than here on the East Coast. And if you do go to New York, if you were to go on the East Coast, uh, you are going to... Um, run into obviously it being very expensive and there's just so much to do here that you're not going to be able to maximize your time. The great thing about Philly is not only is it cheaper, it's much smaller. There's a lot to see and do, but you can do it in a pretty short amount of time and it's a great food city as well. So my money would be going to Philly. Um, but I would say if you're going to do America, New York would have to be it. And there will definitely be plenty of vegan friendly options here in the city. I've only seen two people well. ever do America and their names were Beavis and Butthead. There was that Daisy Does America in the mid 2000s. I remember that being a show. How's Daisy do? Well, da I guess da that was Daisy, like, uh... Daisy Does America was Who's like Daisy? they got What's some, she? they got Daisy Does America from this is all just off of my memory is they got this um like kind of british bimbo kind of character to come to america and just meet like random people in america and like interview so it was pretty them. much like that tara reed travel show but the opposite she wasn't traveling away from america she's traveling to america yeah she's coming to america and i remember <laughs> i remember like her talking to someone in um like Arizona or some fucking state and talking about how like someone like shot at them while they were driving and they were like they they had their bullets in my beer and she thought she thought in your beard like he got shot in the beard and apparently he was saying vehicle that that's what I remember from from hmm. that show uh and it's called Daisy Does America um anyway um I, I would say come to New York if you want to, if you have the time, the money, and uh, want to go all out, like if you're doing, if you're like, I only have one chance to go to America, like uh, you can't beat New York. And when it comes to the vegan options, um, you're not going to find really a city, maybe other than Los Angeles, that is going to cater to that. Need when I was more. when I was in Milwaukee, like it's a small city, but like a good amount of the places had like vegan options. I'm sure that they do, but and it was, are you going like, to tell I'm someone? Saying, I'm not saying it's the one place you're going to visit. I'm just saying, like smaller cities have yes, good vegan options. Yes, too. yes, yeah, you can find vegan in other places for sure, but you're definitely going to find tons of vegan options here in here in New York and. It's also like, well, if you're visiting, like this is the place to be rather than like Kansas City. Stay out of New York. It's got too many in the way people already. Um, <laughs> do you have any okay, so your 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 Milwaukee was was Dan's uh was Dan's I'm not saying that's my recommendation. I'm just saying do you I have well, do you have do you have anywhere else? Where would you recommend this person goes? 
Uh, I don't know. It depends what they want to do and see. Like, I mean, you're not going to be able they to wanna eat like, I want to see five things only... <laughs> across the country and see them in three days. It's not going to happen. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't been to enough places to recommend one particular one. But, uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I would I would say if you could do it. L.A. is the best weather. Well, San Diego or L.A. You'll have the best yeah, weather. California has the best weather for sure. Um, I would say if you could do it, like make a meal of America. Like talking about vegan. Like like uh, take a month and and travel to multiple cities if if you have the the means to do that because it is such a diverse country not only with the the types of people you're going to meet in in some places some places are not very diverse is there a lot of diversity with vegan food though not not vegan food but i'm oh. t- i'm talking about like i'm just talking about from the travel perspective now oh okay yeah um because but but like from like a geographic standpoint I there there are very few places in the world that is that are as geographically diverse as America, uh, maybe South America, but obviously and obviously that is a part of America. But if we're talking about the U.S., you you have places that are deserts, you have places that are in rainforests, you have places that are urban, rural, you have places the mountains. Wait, you hold on in the U in the U.S. Where are the rainforests? Seattle, Washington State. That's not a rainforest. A rainforest is like there, a, like it's like one of them. One of the biggest rainforests on the planet is in Washington State. It's not considered a rainforest. It is one hundred percent a rainforest on the I'm coast on the border of Seattle. It is a fucking rainforest. <laughs> I need Chris at home. It's a rainforest. Okay, no. it's the only t- it's the only temperate rainforest. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. I was wrong. Um. Anyway, I'd never heard it considered that, but I guess it is technically. Yeah, it's it's. it's I, a, when it's, I think rainforest, I think like jungle type rainforest, like South America. I mean, like it is that. It's just it happens well, to be no, Washington I mean, different, State. Different. I mean, it's stuff. not. It's not this. It's not a tropical climate, but it yeah. is. It is. Uh, you have the uh, f- uh flora, uh, that you would find in a, in a regular rainforest um anyway great great country uh geographically uh not so great politically and for other reasons um anyway all right dan next question if you were to learn how to speed run a game which game would you choose to learn if you were to speed run something what would you it has pick? to be a game that people speed run or can i pick like any fucking i game? think you can pick anything you want see because that's that's two very different questions i guess because there's certain games that people generally speed run, and then there's other games. Uh, let's see. I'm not a huge speedrunner. Uh, type. Like, I no, don't me love neither. That, so <laughs> I'd probably pick something short. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a good answer to this. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll give mine. I think I have mine. So one of my favorite games is is Death Stranding, and I think I'd pick that because I think it'll be interesting to see because it's all about like doing a slow pace. You're walking everywhere. How fast can I complete that game? Because I think it took me like like 70 hours when I did my uh, first playthrough of it. Um, granted, I was doing a lot of side missions and stuff. So if I cut those out. Doing that game fast. And I fucked up. I think we've lost internet connection. I didn't hear anything you just said. I didn't say anything. Uh, you were like coming in like slowly and robotically. Oh, you you froze on my screen. So we 
had an internet bloop there. That was a bloop. You you were saying that you tried to play Death Stranding fast. Oh, I heard a bunch of what you said after that, but oh, okay, yeah, I that I mean, Death Stranding would be my pick. Okay. Yeah. Do you have uh, a pick? I mean, it would probably be something like shorter. So, like, I could do like one of the. I mean, it's like one of the early mafia games. Like one or two wasn't too bad. You could try to speed run that. Those are I quick. Guess. Those are those are I those are pretty quick games. games. Yeah. I wouldn't want anything that would take like fifty hours while doing it fast, as opposed to seventy normally. Right. Just because I would hate that so much. <laughs> there you go. So mafia for Dan. That's trending for me. All right, Dan, we do have a game. Um, now, my question is, is Chris sent me a prompt, but I'm a, I, I'm assuming he sent you the same prompt. Is that correct? I don't think I got anything from Chris. Okay. I have nothing from Chris. So if he meant to send me a prompt. Oh, okay. Never not. mind. So I have no prompt. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I'm promptless. It's a prompt for me, for you. Okay. Um. Basically, what this is, is it's kind of like rate that game game. But instead of picking, trying to figure out what the review score is of um, a uh, a specific game, right? You're trying to figure out like, oh, I give you a game example. You say, oh, that game, IGN gave it an eight point, whatever. I'm going to give you three installments per round from a franchise okay mm. and you have to tell me which installment got the best review score okay so i got a one and three shot you have a one and three shot here um i'm just pulling up stuff all right dan so the first franchise that we are pulling from is Madden. Obviously, oh, yeah. in recent years, not been great. But that wasn't That's always what Chris asked me earlier. What what I think the best Madden is. That wasn't I had no idea. That wasn't always the case. Wait, uh, you mean it used to be good? I don't remember those days. It, it, it did, it did <laughs> no, used to be good. I remember it used to be. So I've got three Madden games for you, and I want you to tell me. Which of these Madden games got the best review score from hmm. IGN? Okay. Are we looking at the best being Madden NFL 12? Are we looking at the best being Madden NFL 13? Or are we looking at the best being Madden NFL 25, which w- was Madden NFL 14? Uh, let's go with 12. You're going with 12? Why not? Unfortunately, it's the such an- a crapshoot because you have no idea where, <laughs> like, I have no idea what, what the difference between the games is and, like, what, what IGN might have thought of the games. So, <laughs> uh, so it was, uh, NHL 12, uh, sorry, Madden 12, NFL. Okay. Yeah, NFL. Madden 12 got an 8. Madden 25, the one that came out for that would have been 2014, uh, got an 8.5. And Madden 13 got a 9. So Madden 13 was the answer. Okay. I knew it wasn't 14. That we were looking for there. I didn't remember loving the Madden 25 game. 
because that one stood out obviously because it wasn't just another number uh mm-hmm. it was like a weird skip to the number but uh okay I'll, I'll accept that that's in the range of when they were still good it is indeed all right the next franchise that gave it away a little bit here the next franchise that we are picking is nhl okay, okay. and i have three nhl installments i have nhl seven NHL 8. You mean 07? 07, yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter because those are years. Uh... NHL 8 <laughs> and NHL 09. Which of those got the best review score? Um... 07, 08, 09. That's tough. I mean, I would hope he's not just putting the best one in the middle every time. Um, <laughs> again, it's like a fucking crapshoot. Let's go with uh, 09. He's guessing. 09 is correct. Congratulations. Yeah. NHL 09 got a score of 9 out of 10. You know what I base that off of? Uh, the fact that it was the highest number of the three. No, just fucking nothing. I just okay. guessed. Uh, <laughs> NHL, so NHL 09 got a 9, NHL 8 got an 8.6, and NHL 07 got an 8.7. So they, they apparently NHL 9 did a little bit to get a couple more points on the board, as they say, in sports. Excuse me. All right. Uh, we're moving on from sports games, Dan, because it is a little bit of a crapshoot. Those are boring as hell to yeah. answer these questions, too. Gears, Gears <laughs> of War. Gears of War okay. one, two, and three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Gears of War one came out in two thousand five. Gears of War two came out in two thousand eight. Gears of War three came out twenty eleven. All games on the Xbox three sixty. Now, Gears of War one is it actually mm-hmm. titled Gears of War one or just Gears of War? It's just called Gears of War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was some other game that came out afterwards. They called one. No, no. 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 That's good though. Um, that's that's good. Good good for good for asking. Um, I feel like the sequel is always the best one, but three could be good also. Let's go two. Two. All right. So we have Gears of War 2. Unfortunately, Gears of War 2 is the lowest rated of the three, but not mm. by much. Gears of War 2 got an 8.9. Okay. Gears of War 3 got a 9, so it was 0.1 better. Really? The original better. Gears of War is a 9.4 like or something? 9.4 is on the money, exactly what you got. Oh, I, mean, I only had so many numbers to guess from there. Uh, but <laughs> I won't take too much credit with guessing that way. <laughs> you get a little extra there. I mean, you're not playing against anyone, but <laughs> but there you but go. I feel like that almost never happens, especially with like first-person shooter games or shooting games in general. Like mm-hmm. Usually they come out with one, and everyone's like, yeah, it wasn't bad. And then they come out with like the second one. They're like, oh my god, this is the best version of this. I think uh, that I think that Gears of War was just. Uh, I, I mean, just granted, so strong, so. granted, also like they are like you know different reviewers, so it is that that mm-hmm. that old chestnut. But at the same time, I think that it is a uh, a, a case of of the original being ground groundbreaking in a lot of ways and so like like we're kind of seeing it with with god of war ragnarok right right now like it is not um it's not reviewing better i think actually this metacritic score is exactly the same as the first god of war currently um you know it's not even though a lot of people are like (laughs) oh it's you know it, it improves in so many ways but like to a lot of people it is 
I mean, some places did give the first God of War a 10, so it literally cannot be better than the first that, God of War. <laughs> that, I call that... Actually, I don't call it anything. I'm coming up with a name for it right okay, now. I'm going to call it the... 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 Uh, the the dunk contest problem. I'm just going to call it the dunk contest problem where like the NBA dunk contest for years was fun to watch because people were doing new and innovative things. But then around 10 years ago, maybe a little more, mm. uh, everyone started getting tens on every dunk. And when everything's a 10, it's very nothing's boring because 10, nothing's right. a 10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It so has nothing the... can possibly compare to even if it's better. It can't compare because you already hit the limit. Um, well, speaking of hitting the limit, the next franchise we are going to talk about is Halo. Okay. Okay. Also a, also a 360 game. Uh, sorry, not the original Halo, uh, (laughs) uh, an an Xbox franchise is what I meant to say. Um, so we have Halos one, two, and three. Um, some might say those are the best Halo games. Um, but what do you say, Dan? Which of the original Halo <laughs> trilogy do you think score IGN gave the best score? I don't think it's gonna be the right answer. Mm. I think two's the best game, but I don't know if it scored the best. Mm. I feel okay. like the original Halo probably got was pretty high, but maybe not all the way because it ah, but <laughs> two had like the on really had like the online multiplayer for the first time like mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. i'm just curious because i feel like everyone likes two better but three i feel like got the better score okay and if it's two then i overthought this completely but I, on the record saying two is the best game of the three of the three okay three is my answer though you should have stuck with two because two was the highest rated. Now, granted, it was all very, very close. Uh, the there's first probably, one's probably the worst out of the three, though. There's probably no trilogy in history that has as high a uh, consistent score as this. Uh, Halo 1 got a 9.7. Yeah. Halo 2 got a 9.8. And Halo 3 got a 9.5. So see, Halo the, 3 was the actually fuck the part is, I, I was imagining in my head. I could see the fucking label where it said 9.8 on it. Like, I knew it was 9.8, and I was like, did they give it a fucking 10 for the third one? Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, well, let's see oh. how you fare with this last trilogy of games in celebration of Ragnarok about to release around the corner. We're talking the original God of War trilogy, all right? So this is all the right. this is uh, the one I have God of War on PS2 for God of War PS2. I'll tell you this: the original trilogy of games very much as revealed, like God of War at this point in time was the halo of the PlayStation era. It was the darling AAA franchise, highly rated. All of these games, but which game was rated best? Dan, we have God of War which came in 2005 on PS2. We have God of War 2, which came in 2007 for PS2. It was the last major release for the PS2 before switching over to PS3. And then we do have God of War 3 that came in 2010 for the PlayStation 3. So which of these three games was rated highest? I'm going three. It has the best ring to it in my head, which probably means at some point I heard about it. Three God of War three got a nine point three Dan. Oh, that's not good enough, is it? <laughs> now is that better than God of War's one and two? 
Well, here's and, the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, am I actually getting a choice where I can switch it? Um, Are you okay. going to give me the showcase game? I'll on tell this? you this. I'll tell you this. <laughs> hey, giving granted, you're not playing against anyone, but I'll, yeah. I'll give you this. God of War 3 is the lowest rated of the three. Oh, okay. okay. Now, which of the two previous God of War games was the highest rated? If you get this right, you're a big winner. But if you get it wrong, you're a big loser. It's double or nothing. Well, then I got to get it wrong. And you have so to wear we a name reality here. Um, <laughs> let's go with two. Let's, let's go with two. <laughs> you are the biggest loser, Dad, because two got a, nine, a measly 9.7. Uh, God of War 1 got a 9.8. It was 0.1 better. That's essentially the same. 0. 0.1 better. 0. 0.1 better. <laughs> um, what, I'm curious how the, the scoring used to go when they were coming up with like the, the decimal points, like if there was actually a scoring system or if it was just some dude who was like, that just felt like... more of a 0.8 than a 0.6 to me like (laughs) it's funny because i've never i've never worked for a site i've never had to review something officially that hasn't done yeah no i've done stuff with a score but i've done i've only done like half 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 points uh, see that makes more sense you can wrap your head around that Yeah. yeah you can't be like ooh, i feel like i feel like that game was was a nine point seven? Someone's like arguing, like that was a nine point six. Like, how do you even have that argument? You're like, uh, maybe. Well, Dan, we have. I tell you this. So we gave Ragnarok the new one. Gamespot gave Ragnarok a nine, oh, yeah. um, uh, which is the score they gave God of War twenty uh twenty eighteen. We gave Ragnarok a nine, and the people in our chat that are like, how could you? This is a ten. I'm like, you motherfuckers aren't even playing the game yeah, yet. Yeah, you haven't played it. You have no idea. <laughs> I love it's it, man. I I, I I have turned a corner on troll comments where I feed off of them. Because my job is to generate engagement. So if you're going to get into a thing and it hit... Let me read to you, Dan, a little inside scoop. Um, So I posted a, like a TikTok cut to GameSpot's TikTok of our review. Uh, oh my god, yes. So I have a video uh, that I posted that was literally just like, took me two seconds because someone from in our San Francisco office sent it to us. Uh, if you play God of War on the original PS4, it like makes the PS4 sound like an airplane. So it's just them recording it playing on a PS4 and like the sound and the text saying God of War. Uh, oh yeah, I saw like that one. I, I think that's why I muted you. Well, there you go. Well, it it got it got it's it's like at 150k views, and I'm like that literally took me two seconds. Amazing, and I only posted it a couple of hours ago. But uh, no, in I our God of War, in our in our God of War Ragnarok review post that I put up, someone posted, um, uh, "Game ain't even out yet. Chill with the reviews." And the moment that they I saw that they someone commented that, I was like. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for giving me this little drop of gold for people to latch on and be like, they get copies early and like just like the back and forth. Oh, I just love engagement so much. I don't know how you brain. I don't know, not so much you, but I don't know how people who have like crazy big accounts even I can't even fathom the engagement they they get. I literally have one comment, right? This is one comment on one post that I've had like 300 people like in the last like two days. And it feels insane to me. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't like, I'm not even, this is my content. This oh, is like when someone any, liked my fucking comment. Anytime. It's just yeah. nonstop alerts. 
I, I, I don't have notifications for any of that turned on. And then even on my personal account where like, I'm obviously like more invested personally, you know, personally, like if I have a tweet blow up, um, at first I'm like, oh, this is sick. Like people are engaging with my tweet. And then after a couple of like thousand likes and a couple and like a hundred comments, I'm like, I wish this never happened to me. This is a curse. I, <laughs> I want to throw Elon Musk can have my blue check. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting out of here, getting out of this hellscape. Oh, anyway. All right, Dan. Well, congratulations. You are a big loser. Um, Ooh, thank you for playing. I lost in a game against nobody else. Um, let's 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 get out of here. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at uh, Big Danny Fifteen on Twitter. If I ever stream again on Twitch and on PlayStation, <laughs> and uh, you can find me at the Big Dan Eight Fifteen on Xbox. There we go. Uh, I am Great Britom on every platform. Uh, go check out GameSpot's uh, TikTok. We are very close to 200,000 followers, which is very exciting. Um, so go check that out. Um, yeah, go check out everything in the notes. Go check out the Discord. Definitely go participate in the Discord. It's, it's a ton of fun. Um, we've got the Big 350 episode coming around the corner. We've also got some fun holiday ideas coming up. So there's never been a better time to be a fan of the Unranked Podcast. Make sure to rate and review us. And until next time, everyone, stay on track. And, uh, yeah, you can, uh, get to suck it. Yeah. <laughs>